Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Well, it's the final week without Luke. I know. And the birds are excited. <laughs> it's like a Disney movie. <laughs> but it's not the final week where it'll just be two of us, unfortunately. No, I'm not going to be here next week. Sorry about uh, that. Uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. This is the first time we're forewarning the audience about it, though. That's true. I'll be on an island with really shitty internet. All right. Sucks. Nothing I can do. Literally, there's nothing I could be able to do. <laughs> Try not to get bitten by something and die. Yeah, it's not really a jungle island. It's just a shantytown island, to say. <laughs> well, Is that fair to say? <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah. Going on a holiday, are you? Yeah, yeah, just a little break. <laughs> just want to get away from all this wealth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I had a funny anecdote I wanted to tell. I've forgotten what it was. Yeah, I had, a, I had a thought for something I wanted to literally start the show with, and I've just completely forgotten now. Yeah, I did the same. Spent too long trying to fix our fucking audio settings. <sighs> Listeners, you have no idea. Yeah. Technology, man. Who needs it? Who needs it? Well, I've, I've told you, haven't I, about how every time I play Far Cry Primal, I just think to myself, maybe this is all we need. <laughs> you know, if we have something sharp enough to kill a fucking animal so that I can wear its skin as clothing and eat its flesh as meat, <laughs> what else do I need? I mean, I couldn't do this podcast. There's a guy on YouTube who um, he does a series of videos about living... I guess like Far Cry Primal, he, um, I think he just does it on the weekends. Like during the week he goes to work <laughs> and then yeah. on the weekends he has like a, a property, uh, you know, like woodland. Yeah. And I think he maybe lives in, in the US somewhere and he just goes out. I, and, I'd almost, I'd almost bet my house on it that he does. <laughs> and he goes out and just lives in the woods and he's not allowed, he doesn't take technology or anything with him, but he's got all these videos, tutorials on how to do things like um, he makes his own bricks from like, um, mud and shit and that's how he builds his house like he's he's got rules like he's not allowed to yeah, use technology yeah. well that sounds awesome Matt but he's obviously taken some kind of technology if he's filming this shit <laughs> touche Dan touche so, no he built a camera out of uh, sticks yeah and mud yeah and and, and he heated and up feces. sand to make the lenses and <laughs> science that sounds pretty cool though I'm going to check that out mm -hmm. I would actually like to check that out yeah I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find out what it's called and I'll put it in the show notes yeah it, they are interesting. Uh, speaking of things that I watched during yeah. the week that we will put in the show notes, <laughs> uh, do we have a Matt Ham news jingle? We probably don't. But I, don't uh, I think that's Matt, ever I come up. <laughs> it's never come up before. <laughs> I finally watched your ADT ad. Oh, cool. I found where the house is as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. It's a good ad. It's a good little ad. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's bad. Quite me dramatic. And my, me and my buddy Simon. How much of that was real fire? Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming I'm allowed to talk about this. Uh, we yeah, serve. I can. There's a house in uh, in Sinai's Chase here in Sydney that we built a fake house front on their garage. Oh. So that that front of a house is actually not real. And yeah. then yeah, we uh, there were flame bars and uh, and smoke machines and uh, yeah, there was there was real fire and the dog was fucking terrified. <laughs> oh fucking! But it was. it was trained not to. Freak out, I guess. So, yeah. Wow. But imagine yeah, so that. Imagine being a trained dog with a <laughs> fire, and you're trained to just sit in there going, "Don't freak out." You yeah, not fucking freak it's fine. 
And he's like, I trust you, I trust you. Now this this large man in a in a fireman's outfit, which is probably terrifying because you don't understand what a fireman is, is going to pick you up <laughs> yeah. and carry yeah. you out into water that's pouring down because we had fire trucks there spraying water. See, if I didn't know better, I would have said somebody has sedated this dog for that scene. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know. No, I'd I'd say it's a it's a possibility that that that's happened. Not the not my favorite uh, animal experience I had while I worked. In, oh uh, God, Matt! In please, film. please tell this story. There was a an incident that occurred during the filming of a television commercial for TK Maxx, which is a British, um, I think, department store. And they were filming a TV commercial in uh, in Breakfast Point here in Sydney, uh, and I was in charge of the location. And there were ostriches <laughs> involved. <laughs> they had ostriches in the, in the front lawn of, of. I still can't figure out why there were ostriches in this, but. That aside, well, the premise on. of the ad was that basically every second house shops at TK Maxx, and their house has got all this cool stuff, right? <laughs> Can so you get got- an ostrich at TK Maxx? <laughs> I, I guess so. False oh, advertising, you if you, you can't. must. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone oh, approved the ad. On that. Let us call them on that. So we obviously we had an ostrich handler there, and uh, and then obviously. at one point, one of the ostriches <laughs> escaped uh, and started running down the street. And the guy basically was yelling, stay away, stay away, he'll kick you to death. And <laughs> Running and, behind it. Yeah, running behind it. Down and we're all like, Jesus street. Christ. And, and then he, he pulled out uh, a sock from mm-hmm. his pocket, tackled the, um, the ostrich, <laughs> and then put the sock over its head. Because apparently that calms them down. Mm. Matt, I think this episode needs to be called Tackling the Ostrich. <laughs> Fine with and, me. And I think, I think it's the second part in a trilogy that starts with Punching the Camel. Ah. If you remember that, and at some point in the future, there'll be there'll be some other activity done to some other animal that we need to include as well. Oh. All right, fine. <laughs> Depending, um, but yeah, that was my favorite animal story. I think. I don't think. Yeah, that's my favorite animal story. Not just my favorite mad at work story, but just <laughs> my favorite story. Period. Yeah, we've been talking about that period of my career. A lot lately. People often go, I tell these stories, right? And people go, oh, that sounds great. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was shit. Yeah, you were fucking... I remember one time where you were sent down to take pictures of North Sydney from the South Sydney bank of Mm -hmm. Sydney Harbour. But the QE2 was there, which uh, (laughs) is this immense, enormous uh, vessel, Mm -hmm. a ship, if you will. And um, so you took pictures of like one side and then the (laughs) other and trying to get all the angles you could... Uh, when there was a big ship blocking it. And when you got back to your office and you were like, uh, here are the pictures, your boss was like, why didn't you get any dead on? And you said, well, because uh, because the QE2 was there. And he said, wait for it. Did you ask him to move it? <laughs> of course I didn't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I did have to organize a tall ship to be moved once. Yeah. And then, I've told, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast too. And we um, paid them a quite a lot of money because they said, oh, it's going to be very expensive. Yeah. And then when we turned up uh, to set everything up, this guy came down, the guy, I guess, who organized it to be moved with a bunch of friends and an esky full of beer and said, yep. all right, see you guys in six hours. And then <laughs> sailed off to get drunk on it. And I was like, yep. on money, your dime. <laughs> money well spent. Well, not my dime. I don't care. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, he's, he's done well. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit of a money making key. Right, get a ship. I mean, you got to you, you got to have money to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So first of all, you need to get yourself a, a, a big ship. Then you've got to jetty it 
right in front of historical <laughs> landmarks that people are going to want to film. Just park it somewhere inconvenient. Just park it inconvenient yeah. and charge money to move it. That would be actually, you know what could be lucrative is yeah. if you see uh, often when they're going to film something around, they'll get um, a road team in to put witches' hats down to block off uh, parking areas for all the crew and stuff like that, right? So if you happen to spot one of those areas uh, and you can, because they have a security guard there usually through the night who will wander around and, yeah. and keep an eye on stuff and move witches' hats when cars move and that. If you can get in there, and take up a really inconvenient spot the next day, you could probably <laughs> demand some money and they will give it to you. That is great. Because they have money. Because craft services needs to be right there. <laughs> exactly. Because the director does not want to walk more than 10 feet for a cup <laughs> of coffee. Probably. But yeah. I'll tell Vim Vendors to get fucked. <laughs> Don't nobody sue me for revealing the secrets of film crew extortion or... Whatever. The magic of cinema. Look, mm. speaking of cinema, we've got quite a bit of movie news this week. We do. We've got quite a lot. Where do we want to start? Uh, we can start here. You saw a film that I haven't seen yet and I am, mm. uh, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to go. I'm interested. Well, Matt, I don't know what to say. So do you want to hear me talk about it or do you want me to wait? And, and, <laughs> and when I say talk about it, obviously there's no spoilers. Um, but do you want to hear if I liked it or not? Yeah, I do. I didn't. <laughs> That's not surprising. No, Base. the listeners will not be surprised that I did not like X-Men Apocalypse. But here's the thing. I have liked several of the X-Men movies, right? I'm not just like fucking hating on this like the way that I've been hating on the uh, the Marvel <laughs> films lately. Sure. But for a movie where so much happens and where there are so many characters and where the stakes are so high, mm. they've somehow made that mind-numbingly boring yeah okay you know set up set up set up fine 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 and then i was just sitting there going i i want this end right now <laughs> all right well that's that's not the glowing review i was hoping for although so i haven't read thing, any not bad like not offensively bad you know sometimes sure. movies just are just great at you and you yeah. hate them this yeah. is not that. This is not that at all. This mm -hmm. is just a movie that in one week's time, I will forget even existed. Yeah, that's how I felt about the last one as well, though. Two saving graces about it. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. I agree with that. But First Class was quite good. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I don't know, Brian Singer's come back and he's just phoning it in, I reckon. Man, he seriously phoned this in. All I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, anyway, I blame the script more than anyone else, but... Hmm. Uh, two saving graces to it. Number one, Quicksilver is <laughs> fucking so good. His his one scene. He had one scene in Days of Future Past too, which yes. was amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's got an equally amazing scene in this. Okay, right? look out for that. You can't miss it. Uh, <laughs> They'll make sure you can't. Yeah, that's probably right. in the trailers. Well, you'd have to really look away for a good couple of minutes to not see it. <laughs> cool. Um, and. Anytime Fassbender is on screen, oh, like, honestly, like he's he's such an intense actor. Yeah, he's great. That even when he does something as fucking awful as this, when he's <laughs> on screen, he makes his bits real. Yeah, right. He makes his dumb bits of dialogue sound believable. So, like in a, in, in a way, you can't you can't blame the director or the script. You know, when when there is an actor in this mm. who who is doing a good job. Yeah, I see what you mean. But, if someone's uh, doing a good job, why isn't everyone else? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> make make it good. Yeah, just get Fassbender to play everybody. 
Yeah. I would it's probably watch that. Apocalypse is uh, is Poe Dameron. Yeah, it is. I really yeah. only found that out recently. Yeah. Um, Not oh, that they well, call him Apocalypse in this. But What's that? that they, said, call- they, don't, they, they, they don't call him Apocalypse and they don't really name many of the characters, to be honest. Oh, they're just kind of there. Yeah, they they're just standing around watching a lot of the time. <laughs> right. um, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's there's an odd amount, there's an oddly disproportionate amount of characters in this, right? For something that doesn't really involve a lot of people. <laughs> oh well, I mean, maybe I'll wait for it. No, I go and not... see it. You know, you're gonna. No, oh, maybe I don't know. I'm going. I'm going to see. Um, what's that new one with Russell Crowe and? Oh, yeah, the good guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to the uh, premiere of that here in Sydney tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, so that might be my... Well, I'm not, obviously, I'm not paying for that, so maybe I should go see one. Well, um, I don't know, Matt. I mean, you're uh, you're a big Russell Crowe fan. I remember when you saw his uh, his band, 30 Odd yeah. Foot of Grunt. I'm hoping he's going to be there. I hope him and, I mean, Ryan Gosling as well. Man, that guy's dreamy. I'd yeah. like to... Put yourself in harm's way, Matt, is my advice, because he will save you. <laughs> yeah, good point. You seen those? You seen those videos of him just saving people around New York, stopping crimes? I do. We've got a jingle about that, don't we? I'm gonna have I to find it because they fucking changed iTunes. What the hell? iTunes is completely different right now. Oh, for God's sake, really? Here we go. That's his uh, theme song. I'll probably play that to him if he's there. That's amazing. You should. <laughs> you should. Man, I think I like Drive more than other people. Drive's good, man. It's real good. You like Drive as well? Okay, cool. Because yeah. I've been recommending it to people who haven't enjoyed it. And I was like, shit. Huh. No, I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. Speaking of soundtracks, yeah. of which Drive has an excellent soundtrack. <laughs> it does. And electronic sound, electronic, elect, fucking can't even talk. Electronic soundtracks, right? <laughs> yes. You should watch, well, fuck it. You should watch it anyway because it's an amazing show, but you should watch The Nick with uh, <laughs> Clive Warren. <laughs> yep. But no Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, man. Um, a, it's a fucking amazing show, but B, it's a, it's a period show set like in the early 1900s. Right. But it, it has a, um, a synth score, yeah. which just gives it this fucking cool vibe. Interesting. Yeah. What's it called? The Nick, K-N-I-C-K. Okay. Like Knickerbocker. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that is what it stands for in the film. Well, I know, but I'm going to try and remember how to spell Knickerbocker as well now. Yeah, I'll paste it in down here. <laughs> Cheers. Under TV. The um, Nick. We mentioned Fassbender earlier, and we haven't talked about this, um, even though it's been out for a little bit. The uh, Assassin's Creed trailer. Yeah. Came out the other week. What did you think? Did we not talk about this? I feel no, we had I a conversation. Think so. We I think we had a conversation over email. Yeah. Okay. What did I think of it? Yeah. I think I like Mass Mass Massbender. I like Massbender a lot. <laughs> I yep. like Michael Fassbender and I I usually like the choices he makes in picking films. Sure. So I might see this, but fuck it looks not good. Yeah, I couldn't I, I don't know if it's the the music in the trailer is is Really bad, and a lot of people have pointed Whose that out. So I'm, sh- that? I'm sure we don't that? have to talk about that too much. It's quite obvious, I think. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people complained about it. But yeah, I don't know. It just looks. I don't know. Also, Matt, I don't know if you read this fact, but somebody's come out and said, despite what 
this trailer suggests this film is set 90% in present day. Huh. Which I guess is just their way of keeping the studio happy by saying, you know, no, 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 it's not a weird period film. Hmm. But just... see, the, the thing is, right, I, the trailer, it, yeah. it looks like an adaptation of the game. So I don't know yeah. what it is that's, that's bugging me about it, really. Yeah. Maybe it's just that, I mean, it works as a game, but it's kind of a silly premise. Maybe my brain's like, nah, come on, guys. Yeah, like, see, that's, that's what thing. it is. I, I think, you know, you, you see all these kind of old-timey people doing parkour and, like, playing that in a game was cool and fun once, mm. the first game. Yeah. And then, and then, but when you see it on, when you actually see it, you're like, well, yeah, am I, I going to be able to buy is. this? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like, and because the other thing too is when I played the game, I, I it, try to forget the fact that there's this nonsense going on about how it's set in the present day and all that kind of stuff. Because like you said, I, I enjoyed the first game a lot because it was like set in fucking Jerusalem and like during the Crusades and stuff. Like that's interesting to me. I don't care about the future stuff. Whereas this seems like it's very focused on the science fiction yeah. side of it. And I don't know, maybe it's fine. I don't know. Look, I'm going to go see this because, I mean, it looks pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So there's that. The other thing about it that I thought was interesting is that it's got pre-order bonuses like oh a video game. Yeah, it so does. I don't know if they did that on purpose. Probably not. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got... It, it um, is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's for, How it's... can you have pre-order bonuses for a movie? And this is not... Like, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is not like if you pre-order a ticket to the movie, you also get a digital download that you can watch on the day. No, this is like when you buy a video game and you get, you know, you buy the deluxe edition. Yeah. You get a copy of, you know, you get a statue or, you know, like yeah. some bonus shit. And, and this is the same thing. You buy, you pre-order your tickets to see the movie. And if you buy the deluxe version, you get a digital copy of the script uh, or you get a hoodie or you get like, you know. A like crossbow. A, yeah. It's like. Oh, is this we're doing this now? Is this this is starting up video games and movies now? Have, we have to deal with this stuff. I mean, you don't have to buy it, obviously. No, but and there were uh, you know, I mean, you've always been able to get merch at the cinema. You know, true. you can get a you can get a cup shaped like R two D two. It's just a weird choice to take something that people complain about. Uh, well, I, I mean, I yeah. thought people complained about this pre order stuff a lot. Maybe they don't. Maybe people love it, and it's just. We're hearing at the minority. Fucking clearly complaint. enough people love it that they keep doing it. Well, clearly, because now they're migrating it over to films as well. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just shut up and accept that that's a thing. I don't have to participate, I suppose. I just think it's weird, especially because it's not only is it coming over to movies, it's a video game movie that's bringing it over. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that just creates this. Like, if, if they did, if it was a non-video game adaptation movie we might be having a different conversation about it. Right. But this really does feel like they're only doing it because, well, that's what you do with a video game. Why wouldn't you do yeah. it with a video game movie? Everything you loved about Assassin's Creed is coming to the, <laughs> yeah. the cinema. Literally everything. Including pre-order bonuses. Until they start doing shit like, unless you buy the deluxe edition, there's <laughs> one character in the film. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you want to yeah. find out what happens to his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Or yeah. like it'll be things like you can you get like a skin for him, you know, like a costume skin. <laughs> it looks different in your version. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like like in my in my version of Assassin's Creed, the movie, he's dressed like a New York fireman. <laughs> if I could pay a little bit extra to watch Batman first <laughs> Superman again with the nineteen sixties Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> that might be worth it. Oh <laughs> uh, see, stop fucking trying to make the seedless watermelon and put all the fucking scientific research into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Didn't they? Isn't the seedless watermelon solved? Then we have. Well, those? then what are you doing sitting around? I don't know. I don't eat watermelon. Oh, fucking water. <laughs> that was a melon component. Yeah, Look, not really. Not enough but- of a melon component. Seriously though, you know what that'd be used for? Like literally, the people would just be flocking to the cinema and just going scrolling down to nude <laughs> hit. So obviously, now that we've joked about it, they will. Hollywood will start doing it because they steal all their ideas off the show. Um, yeah, that's right. And in another example of that, uh, it seems, that, well, the rumours are that in the new Spider-Man film, mm. the villain is going to be none other than, can you guess who? Why, why don't you tell us? It's the Vulture. Mm. Only the character that I, I offered to play. And Not they, just uh, offered. We did some concept art for that. Yeah, that's right. Particular we'll that, version. We'll share that again this week, right? We people we're all about this. This was going to be my big break, and then now, no, no, not only that, they can it to Michael Keaton. Now, Matt, when I heard this, the first thing I thought was, "Are you sure you didn't just watch the Birdman trailer?" <laughs> yeah, well, he was good in that, so maybe they went, "Hang on a minute." He was good in it, and he's always good. Here's yeah. the thing. Uh, yeah. Not the point, though. But here's the thing: Michael Keaton has played Batman, Birdman. <laughs> And now the vulture, yeah. Like, are you noticing a trend here? I ha- I am. I mean, the trend although- is birds. I mean, bats are <laughs> yeah. bats, not a bird. I guess the trend is wings flying. Yeah, flying. Yeah. Well, everybody's playing multiple superheroes these days. That's just what you have to do as an actor. You got Chris Evans, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's a requirement. So I, I assume Robert Downey Jr. is just still searching for his second role. Yeah, or maybe this is his second role, because he did play Charlie Chaplin once, and he's a bit of a superhero. (laughs) Of yours. Of mine, yeah. So yeah, apparently Michael Keaton has uh, been offered the role of a villain in the new Spider-Man film, and there are rumours that the villain is the vulture. Uh, All Mm. of this might be lies, so don't quote me on it when Michael Keaton's not in the film. Don't send him around (laughs) to my house looking for a paycheck. What are you doing saying I was in the film? I mean, if he came round, I'd I'd probably give him some money. Just give him what he wants, man. <laughs> well, it depends on how much he wants. I assume he's expensive. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want money. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. All right, well, that's Michael Keaton news for the week. Um, I think <laughs> we got any more Michael Keaton news? Probably not. Um, oh, I wish we did. I wish we had a whole bunch of Michael Keaton news. <laughs> that would make me happy. Yeah. If you hear, if you hear any Michael Keaton news, let us know. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Mnerdgasm on Twitter. Uh, multiple Nergasm on Facebook or on Instagram at Multiple Nergasm. Uh, we're all over the place. Or Yeah, just go to multiplenergasm.com. You'll find all the details on how to contact us. Let us know. Have you read or heard of the book Ready Player One? I have, but I've only really heard of it in the context of Steven Spielberg doing a film adaptation. Right. Okay. Well, uh, we got an email from, from Roadshow this week saying that we might want to let our listeners know about something, and we will. Uh, Because I can think of a few that might be interested. Hmm. Um, Basically, they're making the film. They're adapting the the novel to a film. Um, And if you are a 3D modeler, 
you have the opportunity to create a 3D model um, to be used in the film. Uh, you can submit it, and if it gets used, you get some money and a film credit or whatever. And uh, if it gets used as background art, you also get a little bit less money. Mm. Um, but we'll, we'll link through all the details. Uh, they're going to select at least five artists um, and who will... I, the wording is a little strange. It says, a minimum of five selected artists will each have their avatar design potentially appear in Ready Player One. <laughs> so it's also, I mean, five artists potentially won't yeah. appear. <laughs> a, minimum, um, a minimum of five artists might be in this. <laughs> yes. They're being very careful with their wording. Uh, potentially receive exposure across the Ready Player One's marketing materials and receive $1,000. So I think you will receive $1,000 uh, in exchange yes. for assigning all rights to the art uh, over to them. I mean, it's not a bad deal if you want to get your... Um, you're right out yeah. there, I suppose. That's right. Uh, I mean, so Steven yeah, we'll Spielberg said um, send send in a little one minute mu- mu- music sample. You'd send one in. Yeah, totally. I give it a shot. Yeah, so you got to create a three D model. Uh, you got to give them, I think, a front render and a side render, uh, and also a copy of the you know the model mm-hmm. file itself. Um, and they uh, and they're going to pick a winner. There's more details on the website. Um, which we'll link through to. And also be sure to check out the comments because people ask some questions about... Because uh, uh, I guess I understand as someone who creates music, there's information here, but there's not a whole lot of information here. And you don't have to read the whole book if you want to try and get a submission in before the mm. the deadline. And so people have asked some questions about, you know, like uh, tone and style and stuff like that. Because also it's hard to tell what Spielberg is going to want it to look like. Absolutely. Well, is it, Matt? Is it- Fair <laughs> <Maybe> point. They <laughs> kind of look the same. Just send him a picture of Harrison Ford. Yeah. Just yeah, have so- a little smoky environment with a, with a really strong key light <laughs> yeah. and a lens flare. Yeah. And Tintin. Didn't see the Tintin. No, me neither. Maybe I will. Not the most informed joke of mine, really. <laughs> Just threw it in there. So what's the Spielberg film? Tintin. <laughs> also, that's a weird choice. <laughs> Quick, think of a Steven Spielberg film. Uh, Tintin. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Spielberg film that has affected you the most? Oh, I would say Tintin, hands down. (laughs) Uh, No. What's your favourite Spielberg film? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, because it's my favourite film. Yeah, fair point. I would say, yeah, that or maybe Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park is good. Yeah, it's really good. It's very Mm -hmm. good. Well, I mean... you could. I'm going to keep going then. Close Encounters. That's also very good. Yeah, exactly. And every time I see Jaws, I'm like, well, this yeah. is a good movie. Yeah. So, you know. But then I also like his uh, more grown-up films like uh, Munich. I love Munich. Yeah, I liked Munich, actually. Yeah. Do you know that we're going to call that Don't Fuck With The Jews? <laughs> is that actually true? No, no, it's not. Didn't think so. But Dave and I line. were calling it Don't Fuck With The Jews. Let's watch Don't Fuck With The Jews. And then we finally yeah. put it on. And there's a line in it where he's standing over this guy with a gun. And then he just goes, Don't Fuck With The Jews. And we're yeah. like, hey! <laughs> it's an intense moment. It is. Yeah. Daniel oh, and Schindler's List, obviously. The lighthearted yeah. comedy. Lighthearted That's family right, comedy. Romp. Yeah. Schindler's List. Yeah. I'd yeah, like so anyway, we'll link to a parody the- of Schindler's List called Schindler's Pissed. And he gets drunk and accidentally just lets the gates open, <laughs> and, and all the Jews come out. Yeah, and it's yeah. not—it's not exactly that he, uh, <laughs> you know, was intentionally trying to help anyone. No, Schindler's pissed. It's a, it's a play on words. So yeah, if you want to be in, uh, you want to be involved in Spielberg's next film, we'll link through to the the uh, Talent House website where you can submit a 3D avatar rendering of your own uh, for consideration for the film. It's a pretty cool opportunity, I think. 
Sounds not, like it. Yeah, I don't know how much you normally get paid uh, or if, you know. It's one of those things, you know, sometimes they say these competitions aren't actually good for the artists. I don't know how to judge this one because I don't do that kind of stuff. Look, they're not being exploited. They're getting paid. Yeah. It's yeah. less than you would get paid if you were an actual, um, you know, a salaried 3D artist on this film. Yeah. But you're not. You're not anyway. Yeah. So and the old thing about, you know, they say, oh, you know, you get promised exposure and that's not really worth much. But, I mean, it's a Spielberg film, so maybe yeah, it is. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it is. And Pretty good. also, you get paid. <laughs> yeah, you get a thousand, thousand bucks. That's worth, you know, slapping something together. Maybe yeah. I'll have a go. That's worth staying up all night. Fuck it. Maybe I'll do one too. Maybe I will do one. <laughs> that could be <laughs> do fun. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, either that or one of our listeners needs to do some 3D versions of the multiple nerdgasm oh, cast. Then in us. Yeah. Imagine the three of us ended up in a Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> that would be incredible. You want to talk about John Boyega? Yeah. All right. Why not? So uh, John Boyega was in one Star Wars movie. He's about to star in another one. Yeah. I think that's not news. He, he was that's in some new. other stuff too. He was in Attack the Block and uh, some Never other films. I saw he was Attack of the Block. I haven't either. I've so. heard nothing but good things about it, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. Same. I probably should probably watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Okay. But he's come out and just basically um, spilled the beans on uh, what to expect for the next the next one. He's done a David Prowse, has he? He's done, well, not quite. There's not really any spoilers, but here's what he had to say. Uh-huh. Ryan Johnson is great. It's a different take, darker and bigger. Some will say, how do you get a bigger than Force Awakens? It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, he's paid a lot of money to, to say shit like that, but that's still, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think he'd be in a bit of trouble. He was going around going, oh, Ryan Johnson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is yeah. not doing well. So this article's from uh, Variety magazine, right, where he was interviewed. Um, and obviously they asked him, how's, you know, how's it going? They also asked him <laughs> about whether there's going to be romance between Finn and Ray, and he brushed mm. that off. So they also asked him... Uh, how dark the film is. And he says, quote, all oh, my skin color gets darker because of the heat of the job. That's me <laughs> judging the question because Disney has spies everywhere. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So they haven't I, really addressed I, the romance. I like how they dealt with that. Uh, they asked um, uh, Daisy Ridley about it in an interview and they said, oh, is there going to be any romance? And she said, perhaps. And then they went, oh, does that mean yes? And she went, no, but it's more interesting if I say perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. I think they've, they've trained these guys really well, I think. Yeah, they have. I assume that's what it is. They've been yeah. like... And like, like, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, from all I can tell, are fucking excited to be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and they're charming as fuck. They like, are. Like, both of them. They're just like... I just, I, just, I just want to hang out with them, you know? They seem like great people. And they're probably not. They've probably just been well trained. <laughs> yeah. They're the face of this franchise now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they were carefully selected for both their acting ability and their public speaking abilities. Yeah, that's right. Their likability in the media. It's interesting to think about that, actually. Yeah. Like, clearly that must have been a consideration. Is well, you how is, have to. Yeah, and how is this person going to handle the the attention? Because, actually, I saw there was a post on Reddit this week. It was a guy who um, spent his tax return last year at Star Wars Celebration trying to get photos with as many... Um, Star Wars cast members as possible. And he, it was interesting because he posted the photo because he tried to get everybody to do something a bit funny. Yeah. And then 
there were most of them were pretty good. Like he got some good ones, uh, and then it got down to um, Ian McDiarmid. Uh, he yeah. came in and he said, "Oh, can we make the Emperor Lightning thing together?" And Ian McDiarmid said, "No, I'm just going to stand here because that's that's what I do." And then he was like, <laughs> "All right, then." But then he uh, he got a photo with Billy D. Williams, right? Yeah. And apparently Billy D. Williams just fucking sat there. He came in. He said, "Oh, nice to meet you." And Billy D. went, "Mm-hmm." And he said, oh, I was just wondering if we could, you know, pose for the photo. And then Billy just sat there. Mm-hmm. All right. Jesus Got the photo. Christ. Left. And then someone else said they had a similar experience where they um, took their kids to get a photo with him and everything like that. And they're like, oh, you know, big fans, big fans. And he was just like, yep. Jesus. Billy D. you ain't that famous. You no, know? but I mean. You're he... the least famous in the cast. Does he have a legitimate medical excuse for being a dick? <laughs> Like, because you look at, I look at Carrie Fisher, right? And she does. Yeah. She's, she's fucking crazy. Yeah. And she's, but she's also really great to people. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I don't know what that's Indeed. about. That's but anyway, yeah. So yeah, my point was, uh, these guys seem like, like they're good with the fans as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, seems to love it. He was showing up at fucking screenings of Force Awakens and. Yeah. Surprising people. And he loves this shit. Fuck yeah, man. This is a dream come true. Imagine this shit happened to us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But not only that, he's like, he's like, fuck you, I'm a celebrity. I'm, and I'm making the most out of it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because John Boyega, let's be honest, is probably going to end up like Mark Hamill. Sure. And I don't mean touching <laughs> a bunch of kids. I mean, you know, famous for Star Wars. Right. Well. As, as opposed to Harrison Ford, who somehow managed to just be famous for everything. Oh. Yeah. Did you know this? I learned a bit of trivia this week that blew my mind. Right. Do you know the movie Regarding Henry from yes. like the early 90s with mm-hmm. Harrison yeah, so Ford? You get, you get yeah. shot. Excellent movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who wrote it? No. J.J. Abrams. Really? Yes. Huh. I did not wrote, know that. That was before he did any of his TV stuff, before Felicity or anything like that. That was a really good movie. From Yeah, it's a fucking great movie. How young would he have been back then? Yeah, Wow. I should watch it again. It's been a long time since I watched it. I watched it when I was little. Me too, but I loved mm. it. Yeah, yeah. I remember it actually, um, it disturbed me a bit. Actually, I don't want to spoil... Well, it's not really a spoiler. It's the whole premise of the fucking film. He gets shot and forgets everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. He gets shot in the head and uh, and loses his memory. And it actually kind of disturbed me because it was kind of like... It it, it made a link between the, uh, I guess, the the fragility of being a human and uh, and all, you know your consciousness yeah so as a kid i was like oh that's creepy <laughs> yeah that's right good film though <laughs> yeah I sorry really i took that down a weird path <laughs> no 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 you i'm just just just, just blown away stuff. about how he could <laughs> <laughs> well i am doing that but i'm just looking at i'm just looking at the imdb for i don't know why i pronounce it like that imdb for <laughs> regarding henry is it movie database <laughs> Uh, now it's a good movie i'm gonna watch that again actually yeah uh i'll tell you a movie that i'm not looking forward to watching but i might i feel like i'm gonna have to because it's all this fucking drama about it it's ghostbusters it's ghostbusters i'm not gonna watch it we've got to we have to i have to know because you know already matt yeah i know but yeah i know but i don't know why like it's it's driving me crazy okay Obviously, I'm, I'm sure people you listening to this show, you're aware there's a new Ghostbusters coming out. Everyone's making a big deal about the fact that the cast 
are all lady faces. And they're, I mean, it's not just people making a big deal about it and then the studio's saying, oh, we didn't even mention it. No, everybody's making a big deal about it. Like, yeah. it's a big, big thing. And the trailers have come out and, I don't know, it looks a bit shit, <laughs> if you ask me. It looks fucking but, terrible. And it, but, the, I mean, the movie not, itself but, but, doesn't look shit. It's just the jokes seem really unfunny and the characters I mean. seem really unlikable. Yeah, it just doesn't seem... I watched it and, I, yeah, I cringed at a lot of the jokes oh, and I was like, oh, no, this doesn't look very good, right? right? I don't fucking care who's in it. It's got nothing to do with that. But you can't you can't say that, apparently, now. It bugs, it's bugging me. Yeah, if you like, don't like a movie that stars a woman, you're sexist. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I get why, but, like, come on, guys. It's, well, I, it's not, I get why in a two-dimensional world, but, you know, nothing is just black and white. Yeah, I mean, and stop putting that shit on me. Like, it's the movie just looks <laughs> yes. bad, all right? Come on. Yeah, I just like, don't want to see the fucking movie. Admit it. Admit it. The trailer looked shit. Like, and just stop making it about that. And the dropped this week, it, it, it is a better trailer. Yeah. But it certainly hasn't done anything to increase my desire to see this film. No. it's From like zero said, to any. This, I don't know, just a lot of the jokes in it. I just, like, nah, that doesn't look very funny to me. Like... Yeah, I said it's got nothing to do with who's in it, but everybody keeps making it about that. And like I said, it's not just people. Like even uh, what's that guy? Cinemassacre. He put up a video, and I say, poor. It's an unfortunate set of circumstances, I guess, that led to this, right? Because it's he says Ghostbusters is one of his favorite films. This looks shit. He's sick of all these remakes, so he's choosing to boycott the film, and he's encouraging other people to do it to send a message that we don't want shit movies, right? Which mm-hmm. You know, it's very extreme and and over the top. But also, there's all this other stuff about, you know, about the ladies being in it going on. And so now he's being attacked for that as well, even though he yeah. didn't even mention it. He <laughs> said the one thing he said about it was he he's taken to calling it the female Ghostbusters because everybody's doing one. it. And it's the only way you can identify it because they're both called Ghostbusters. Yeah. To be honest, though, I would probably have thought about that for 10 more seconds and just called it the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah, I would have just said the 1985 Ghostbusters because yeah. that's just a can of worms I would not want opened. Yeah, because exactly. Because it's got nothing to do with it as far as I'm concerned. Yes. It just looks like a bad movie. I don't care who's in it. Stop. But here's the thing. If you recast the Ghostbusters with four women, mm. okay, fine. Fine. Don't really give a shit. But clearly they've done that on purpose yeah. for some kind of provocative reason. Yes. And that's solidified by the fact that they've got a hunky man as their receptionist. <laughs> yeah. You know, which yeah. is which is just saying we're gender bending this whole thing. Yeah. And again, look, look that's fine, but you know, like we said with the Black Widow thing, right? In in the the climate these days, you have to do a good job. Yeah, that's right. Because you you you're making a statement it's got an agenda, right? And but now they're trying to pretend that it doesn't. On the one hand, but then on the other hand, they're like, oh, "I don't understand." I know. Just make a good movie. So put, uh, put women in it. Yeah, and then we're good. Here, here's here's the thing, right? Write women characters the way you write men characters mm. in terms of quality and quantity, and no one will have a problem. <laughs> totally. I mean, some idiots had problem had a problem with Force Awakens. But who cares about them? Yeah, that's right. If you're an idiot, fuck off. But if you've just been a bleeding heart lefty pinko, you can fuck <laughs> off as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my point is that there are, it seems like there are two sides to this 
and you have to pick one. And I'm like, no, I'm not picking a side. I'm not, I'm not on, I don't agree <laughs> yes. with any of you. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I don't have a dog in this race, mate. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about this stuff. I just want to watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So just and make the movie good and I won't care who the cast is. Exactly. Anyway. Because I thought I hated Ryan me. Reynolds until I saw Deadpool and now he's <laughs> yeah, my right. favourite actor, right? <laughs> just make a good movie and I won't care who you've cast in it. This can be the last time we talk about this Ghostbusters thing, I guess, until it comes out. Well, yeah. Cause... But there's a, there's a couple of other women in film news. Yeah, there is. Probably don't um, need a jingle for that, Matt. <laughs> no, we don't. We'll get angry letters. I thought the Iron Man 3 one was interesting because it uh, comes from, I guess, a... a a uh, reputable source, the director of the film. Yes, that's right. Who has basically come out and said, uh, we wanted to have a female villain in Iron Man, but the studio preferred somebody that would make them some money. Yeah, they said they wouldn't sell enough toys of a female villain. And uh, and apparently that's not a problem they have anymore because of... Um, Bleeding Heart the Lefty per- Pinkers. Well, they reckon the person that um, that was responsible for that decision is not there anymore. Right. Uh, at Marvel. Marvel. Oh, corporate. so it's not a problem anymore in that people buy more female toys. It's just that they don't take that so seriously at the studio anymore. Well, see, that's, I mean, they don't make it clear, right? The implication here is that, that there was some kind of, you know, sexist agenda behind it. And it's not a legitimate reason. So, I mean, I don't know. Look, I mean, I have trouble with this. And I've said this before, so I'll keep it brief. But I, I don't think this qualifies as a sexist agenda, even though it's about sex because it's a business decision whether it's yes, wrong or not like mm. if you put out two lots of toy cars one yellow and one green and the yellow one doesn't really sell and the green one sells like hotcakes next year you're only going to put out green cars and in yeah. the ad you're only going to show the green car that's just business and if they've worked out that only little boys buy action figures which i'll believe that fact and only little boys want to buy the male action figures okay yeah that's fine that's the way the world works. No one's being oppressed and you yeah. can't blame a business for not just going, well, I'm going to make 50% of these female and literally have to fucking fill a landfill with these in five years' time because nobody bought them. Exactly. It's and it's the way the world is, right? Just because you want a film about something doesn't mean they're going to make it because your $10 <laughs> isn't going to pay for it. <laughs> That's... Uh... But on the other hand, I do think things are changing and there are a lot more women and young ladies these days who are into this stuff. I mean, superheroes are huge right now, right? Yeah. And so- Yeah, everyone's going to see the movies. Yeah. And so I'm more inclined to think, I don't think this is like some conspiracy to like hold, you know, Black Widow or this female villain ransom and say, no, you women can't have him. Kind of thing. You know, you're not having your movie because you because you suck. I think it's just <laughs> that's how the business has been for so long. Yeah, that's and right. from a business point of view, they're like, well, we're not here to throw money away. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think, here's the thing too. Like, uh, they just they I, haven't been hasn't been proven that they're wrong yet. Yeah, yeah. But I would. But that's. <laughs> That's also saying that girls have to like girl characters. And that, to me, sounds a little sexist in and of itself. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Because at my work, right, we've got a bunch of girls who fucking obsess over superhero movies, right? They mm. love them. And, like, this girl, Aline, she fucking has Spider-Man on her desk, right? Mm-hmm. And if I went up to her and went, Spider-Man, <laughs> but you're a girl, 
Why don't you want Spotted Girl on your desk? She'd be like, how about fuck you? Fucking <laughs> just shut up, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Like, like the girls who like superhero movies, I, I don't think are the ones who are saying there need to be more female superheroes. Sure. I think the girls who like superhero movies are perfectly happy with Superman and Batman. I just... Yeah, I just I feel don't like know who's making these fucking complaints. <laughs> there's not, there's a non-issue here that's being made into an issue by people. Correct, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, anyway, right, you know what? Well. We're not qualified to talk about this. No, we're not. And you know what? It's all going to solve itself because if it really is such a big problem, people will stop going to see the movies, and then they're going to have to change. So yeah, it's the market like, will sort itself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if if it's true, then it'll resolve itself anyway. Eventually, it has to. Yeah. Look. So. I just want to get to a place where everyone's happy, you know? Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I, maybe a female villain would have been good in Iron Man 3. I don't know. I actually haven't watched Iron Man 3. So. Not at all. I couldn't pay me enough to watch that movie after Iron Man 2. <laughs> Iron Man 2 was shit. Yeah. So shit. Maybe because, yeah, maybe if there'd been a woman in that, it would have been better. Well, there is a woman in Suicide Squad. Yes. And I know this because every time I go onto any male person's Facebook feed, there's a GIF of her. <laughs> yep. You know, one one or another sexy moment from the trailer. Yeah. And yep. uh DC have said they're they're gonna do sort of a Harlequin solo movie. Yeah. It's not really a Harlequin solo movie. It's basically just a an anthology film with all the all the ladies. The ladies. Yeah. Well look, I mean I'm cool with that. There's actually there've been numerous spin offs of the comics that have been about yeah, particularly you know like Harley and Poison Ivy and um, mm-hmm. and Catwoman and that. Um, I'm not sure that's you know uh, I have a feeling maybe there's a, there's a particular reason for that. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of a, a nice way to say this because uh, mm-hmm. I mean you know if you said to me oh you want to watch this movie about Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman, I'd be like fuck yeah yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, but exactly. Not necessarily for the same reason. But then I don't want you to be there while I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this sounds cool. I mean, it's it's not a Harley Quinn movie, which sucks because I like Harley Quinn. But, yeah. uh, but it still sounds like a cool thing. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, is that people are going to say, oh, look, that's great. Thank you for doing a feminist superhero movie. But we all know they're making this movie because guys saw the trailer for Suicide Squad and saw Margot <laughs> yeah. Robbie in the little fucking hot pants and went, I just want to watch that for two hours. Yeah, probably, probably true. Suicide Squad know. looks pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, oh, fucking I just I wish Jared Leto looked a bit better <laughs> sure. as the Joker. Yeah, His Joker doesn't look good. And I hope. It's just because it's out of context. And maybe once it's in the context, I'll, I'll buy it because I'm definitely going to go see this movie. You mean like physically look good? I just don't like the way his Joker looks. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Did you hear? Did you read that thing about how he... Because um, uh, he's a method actor. Yeah, I think just, we talked about this on the show. Oh, do we about his laugh? Oh, no. Just the fact that he fucking sent people dead pigeons in the mail. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I read this... I, maybe it was this past week I saw it. Um, it was an article about how he came up with the laugh... That, yeah. that he has his his Joker laugh, and apparently, um, he because he travels around with his band and does all this yeah. odds and ends. He's like does everything because he's yeah. a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he apparently would go out for dinner uh, and sit in restaurants and 
laugh loudly and until he arrived at the laugh that was the most irritating to people. <laughs> and that's that's his oh, joker laugh. Sad. So he would sit there and he would laugh and he'd be like, all right, make some notes. <laughs> Try another one. Yeah. Make some notes until until everybody was looking at him. Honey, I'm going like to do that. the laugh again. Can you just look behind me and see if that person <laughs> yeah. looks over and just explain yeah, so the ex- expression on he, their face to me? He did extensive research into which laugh made people hate him the most. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's not talk about that stuff anymore because we're agree. yeah, we really it's just not we're really not qualified. Not. Um, do you want to talk about some video games for a little bit? Yeah. You've been playing Doom, I see. I have. I only played it briefly, but it's real good, Dan. It's real yeah. good. It's it's like, it feels like the original, but like new. Oh, it's, yeah. It's violent and silly and <laughs> like, it's made me laugh numerous times because it's just so ridiculous. Like, it's, it's pretty great. This whole facility is apparently built around the fact that there might be a demon infestation. Because it's got like readouts that say demon population and demon infestation at critical levels. And like, it's announcements coming over, like about all about fucking demons and like. <laughs> That's great. Levels of hell levels are above critical and yeah. stuff. It's like, what the fuck is this place? That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously it's, it's, it's just a shooter. It's like uh, you run around and you shoot fucking demons and shit. Yeah. And uh, Doom. It's Doom. It's Doom. Yeah, and it's got a a rad fucking industrial metal soundtrack, you know, when the when all the demons are coming, it's like it's great. So good. Fuck yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I would play that. I don't even like shooters anymore. And I I started playing it and I was like, this is fucking awesome. I would I would be much more likely to play a retro shooter than Yeah, right. than a than a new one, I would say. Cuz I still I still I still derive a nostalgic pleasure from things like Doom, for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Because this, I mean, you, you move really fast in this too. It's not like right. It's not real. It's not realistic at all. Like your movement speed is really fast. Like it feels like, like it's just intentionally fun. It's not realistic or anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. good job as far as I'm concerned. I haven't played a huge amount of it yet. I played it for a couple of hours, uh, but I really want to play more. I only got it yesterday. So. Sure. Awesome. Very very fun. Finally booted up The Division yesterday. Ah. So far, think? so good. Look, I mean, it's, it didn't really entrap me with a compelling storyline right from the start. Sure. So I'm hoping that the kind of the general gameplay is satisfying enough that I'm happy to just play yeah. without feeling the need to be, you know, taken on a, on a narrative ride. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, it's... Uh, you know, the controls are intuitive. The combat seems quite good. Uh, the world is, is beautiful. Yeah, it's very cool from that point of view. It's kind of like... I mean, it's, it feels like an Ubisoft game. It feels a bit like uh, Watch Dogs yeah, slash... Yeah, it feels, it feels um, a lot like Watch Dogs. Yeah, to me... I'm uh, hoping it's less like Watch Dogs. Well, it's... Because it, it's an online thing, right? And you mm. you play and there's you know missions and you discover a new area and you get the map and it populates with all the little missions around and stuff like that so i mean it can be a little repetitive because you go around and do you know oh rescue the hostages again but so far i found it to be fun enough and the combat is good enough that it's not not annoying yeah Uh, and and the story missions are good sure 
Yeah. Well, we'll have to. Uh, you have to send me your bloody gamer tag. <laughs> Finally, Matt, so we that's can play. the competition, Matt. Find me. <laughs> I know. Find I've got me. a compete as well. <laughs> Can't we just be friends? No, because you know why? Because then that makes it easier for everyone else. Oh, because they know mine. They know yours, so they can just right. find me. I'm like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Is it Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, it's going to be. <laughs> oh, well, that leads me to uh, an article that I did want to talk about, mm. which is that uh, apparently one million Xbox Live accounts that were registered on the original Xbox, so mm. however many years ago that was, many, uh, many, that have been dormant. So no one's using them. This just sat there with like no achievements, no activity, nothing. People just registered the name. Uh, they're being released back wow. into the wild. That's great. Snooze, you lose. So examples like Nostradamus, Grilled Cheese, or Nintendo. Oh. So I guess uh, Miyamoto registered his Xbox and then just never played it. Here's what I think. I think he registered, then couldn't remember his password and had to go through a convoluted Microsoft <laughs> password retrieval, couldn't do it, and ended up just signing back into a new account, Nintendo 01. Yeah. Moved to another country and then... <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I um I have... Numerous people with the same name as me, mm-hmm. when I say numerous, I don't actually know how many, at least three, I think, in the mm-hmm. world, uh, who routinely use my email address, my Gmail address, yeah, to register for things. Oh, God. And, and I assume they don't know about it. And w- yeah. recently, uh, one of those people has signed up for signed up their Xbox. And yeah. so, so I get all their emails for that now, and I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, because that's and other stuff too. I told I've told you the story of the time that the fuck is real estate emailed me, yeah. complaining about um, how the 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 state of the apartment or whatever, and they're trying to organise someone to come and fix the oven or whatever, and I really need to call them. Yeah, and I because they tried calling me, the numbers disconnected, and so I replied and I said, "Oh, you got the wrong email address. Um, yeah. I don't I don't live at the address that you mentioned." And they replied to me and they said, well, who does live there? Because your name's on the lease and you need, to, you need to answer some questions, buddy. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I do not live anywhere near what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, and never have. No. So I was just doing you a favor. So leave me alone. And then the oven repair place emailed me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But this happens to me quite a lot. And then usually I try and, because I'm, you know, try to be a nice guy. I try and report the problem. Yeah. And say, I'm not this guy. Stop sending me his passwords for things. <laughs> yep. But I don't know how to report this, right? Because yeah. it doesn't seem in the email, it doesn't say unsubscribe, it doesn't say anything like that. Because this guy's registered. So it's like, no, no, no. This That's is you. Your, these are your emails. Yeah. Like you, you you can't not have them. So I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. So I have two I guess I have two Xbox Live accounts now. Both under your name. Yep. Possession and is nine. Part of me of goes part of me's like, you know what, I could I could just go and reset the password. Yeah. And then I'd be in. But I'm not going to do that because it might be illegal. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. could easily do that. And also, what actually would you have to gain from that? Right. And it, it weeds me out too, right? Because there is no way I would ever make that mistake and not notice pretty quickly. Like, this must, these people must not be very computer savvy. Yeah. Because I would never sign up for a service and then be like, oh, well, they haven't emailed me. That's normal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm sure I don't so. have to activate this in any way. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too. Who what day and age is it where they don't have to click confirm in an email? Yeah. Because I'm not clicking confirm, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. 
not your problem there. No. So anyway, once I, uh, I'll, I'll have a look at what my new gamer tag is as well, and I'll let you know. Yeah, you can let Actually, me know. You know it's what? not going to do any good. I'll tell you what. If we have another competition, try and find my doppelganger. Oh, and let him know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Email address. Let him know. Change his email address. Listeners, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. If you can tell me the gamer tag of the person who is mistakenly using my email address on Xbox Live, you will win something. Mm. I'll give you the account. Yeah, <laughs> it's yours. It's yours. Do with as you will. Yeah, I'll give you a new penis. Did you read this article? I did. This, this might be do a good we, one do, to take. Do we need to play on. the Dick News jingle? <laughs> Maybe we do. I'll, I'll get it. Penis schlong, prick the seconds all about Dick. It's Dick News. I thought this would be a good one to take us out. Um, the first U.S. penis transplant. I think it's maybe the third or fourth in the world successful. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a man who uh, lost his penis to cancer, which yep. that in and of itself is fucking terrifying. I, I had a, <laughs> I did giggle a little bit at the way they phrased this. Uh, in the <laughs> yeah, so line. I. Yeah, and then I felt bad. It says a, a Boston man who lost most of his penis in a fight with cancer. Yeah, for some reason the imagery. Made yeah, me because giggle. you read obviously chronologically, and you're like the Boston yeah. man who lost most of his penis in a fight. Fuck me with cancer. And I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I thought that wording was a bit, a yeah. bit unfortunate, but but yeah. So that is that is that is awful. Yeah, he had to have a uh, most of his penis amputated. Oh, penutated? What do they call that? Um, undicked. <laughs> he got undicked. He was undicked, and uh, and then he received a a transplant from um a deceased person. Ghost penis. He's got a ghost penis. So this and you know what? the movie writes itself. <laughs> like it was the yeah. penis of a dead rapist. Oh, and now he's raping people, commanded by the dick, just while he's asleep. Yeah, he can't stop. Basically, re- he's raping, brutally raping, and he's just going, I'm so sorry, it's not me, it's just the dick. It's not me, it's my dick. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> it's not me, it's my dick. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, this is good news, because I say, oh, Boston man, cool. I'm going to be near Boston, so yeah, I ever have a problem with my dick. It. You're going to go yeah. see if it works. No, well, yeah, if I, ever have, if I ever have a similar issue. Yeah, you know there's um, a doctor there who can do it. Look, yeah, this guy's 64 years old, and I love it that he was like, no, 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 man, I need this dick. Yeah, because I'm assuming this was very expensive. Yeah. Um, and and pretty risky too, right? Because, uh, and also it, it, it made me think, oh, someone else, some dead guy's dick. But I mean, they do this with, with other body parts as yeah, well. It's, they do it with organs. Actually, it's, yeah. it's, it's equally as creepy, except it's not, organs. because what is he going to do with it? Yeah. Like, it, it's a little bit more creepy than a hand, yes, say. Yes, it is, because if he's having sex with someone, does he, does he have exactly. to tell them, like, oh, by the way, you're yeah. being fucked by a dead man? Because they, they mentioned later on that there was another guy um, who had a penis transplant in South Africa uh, and, and went yeah, on to father a child. that's where I'd go for surgery. <laughs> no, I think he lives there. Um, right. And what uh, happened to him? And he, he went on to father a child after oh. the procedure. So, yeah, is right. that his kid? <laughs> well, okay, the I mean, I'm joking. Comes of course, from it's the his balls, kid. right? <laughs> I know. I'm just being silly, but yeah, I, I do think it's a bit creepy. You know, though. Maybe a dead man will come up trying to claim for custody. <laughs> Michael Jackson's ghost. 
Oh god, he's bad. He's raping everybody up in here. Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, you know, if you ever ever have lose your penis, but I mean they've they've reattached people's before. I mean, this is kind of um we I mean we knew this was coming, I suppose. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, what's he what's he Mr. Bobbitt? Um, oh, John Wayne Bobbitt. I only remember Lorena Bobbitt's name. What's mm-hmm. his name? John Wayne. Oh yeah, that's right. I thought maybe Bob Bob Bobbitt. Bob Bobbitt. That's a great name yeah. from Muppet. <laughs> uh, he he had his very famously had his penis severed and reattached. Whoa. So I guess this is just the next step. Is Threw someone else's penis was severed? Car. Well, yeah, Bobbitt man. You know she posed for Playboy. Really? Yeah. Dangerous. That's dangerous. I'd, I'd love to know if she was posing with a knife or something. I wouldn't trust her. He does porn now, apparently. Does he? Is that yeah. because when they said we could put this dick back on or we could put a much bigger dick on, he went, I'll go for the second. <laughs> he was looking through the catalogue and he went, that one. Yeah. Or, so yeah, that's I, a horse. I do want... I said I do want, that one. <laughs> I do want mine, but is it possible mine could just be the tip and then we could kind of <laughs> extend it? Elongate. <laughs> See, maybe that's the future. That's the next step, right? So yeah. first... Bobbit got his own penis put back on. This guy got someone else's penis put back on. The next guy, couple of penises put on. That's the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People will be getting two dicks. Remember that Reddit AMA with the guy yeah. that had two dicks? Yep. Yes, I do. That was weird. And yes, it was. How many dicks is too many, you reckon? More than two, I reckon. More than two. So two's fine. Well, two at least you could still use. And if they were stacked one on top of the other, you could, right. you could yeah, still- Yeah, I see where you're going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, side yeah, yeah, by sure. side would just be a waste. That'd be yeah, it'd be problematic. Yeah, yeah. But if they were one above the other, you could still enjoy a healthy sex life. Would you? Do you need four testicles to power two penises? That's how they work, right? They're powered by the testicles. Yeah, like, the testicles act like some kind of solar battery. That's why they're on the outside. Yeah, right. And so it's like you know, the bigger the device, the bigger the battery. So you need four, you yeah, need four testicles true. to power the two. Yeah, it would be awful to lose two erections during sex. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, sorry. One of my one of my testicles has run out. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to recharge. Mm. One last thing to end on. <laughs> sure. Do you think this guy Thomas Manning from Boston yeah. mm-hmm. looks a little bit like Chandler from Friends? Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I just I'm getting a Chandler vibe. Like when Chandler's old, this is what <laughs> happens to him. I love how he's giving a thumbs up in the photo. Yeah, I know. He, he's, he's like, like he's I like, got a dick. Oh, fuck. I fucking got yeah. a dick. I'm back. Watch <laughs> out. Ladies. <laughs> Watch out. It's not me. It's my dick. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.